I've been noticing a trend lately, especially since after COVID with new nurses or newer nurses. Most of them, or let me not generalize, more of them, more than usual, are lacking the necessary skills that are needed. More newer nurses than usual, in my opinion, at least that I've um, come across. And actually, after speaking with more people in admin position, they've shared the same concern that they are lacking the necessary basic skills that they need, such as taking vital signs with manual blood pressure, um, patient assessment, wound care, just some general things that are like the basics, the basic basics, the first things we learn in nursing school. So I don't know what's going on with the education now. I don't know if maybe it's the online system, but let's talk about it. Today, we're going to be delving into um, a crucial topic that affects the foundation of nursing practice. We're going to be identifying knowledge gaps among new nurses. Welcome to In the Know with Nurse Flow, a podcast about all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Nurse Flow, the nursepreneur with over 10 years experience as a nurse, passionate about transforming healthcare through innovative solutions and patient-centered care. I'm also a med spa and residential facility owner. I'll be sharing tips on how to be successful as a home health nurse, as well as talking about health and wellness. I'll also bring on guests to discuss different aspects of healthcare and business. So after every episode, you'll be in the know with Nurse Flow. Welcome. Whether you're a fellow nurse, a healthcare professional, or simply interested in the world of nursing, This episode is packed with insights that can help us bridge the gap between theory and real-world patient care. As a new grad, you've completed your nursing education and you're ready to step into the world of healthcare. But as many new nurses quickly realize, the transition from classroom to bedside isn't always seamless. Even though you, um, you have your labs and clinicals, the first few months can be overwhelming. We've all been there, and I recognize that when I'm training new nurses, I I am sympathetic and patient. Today, we're talking about why this happens and how identifying knowledge gaps is a crucial step toward becoming a confident and competent nurse. One of the key aspects of nursing is the execution of basic skills. From medication administration to wound care, it's essential for new nurses to have a solid foundation. Unfortunately, there are areas where new nurses might find themselves lacking. Think about it. How comfortable are you with calculating medication doses or dosages, recognizing early signs of patient deterioration, and even um, understanding the nuances of different wound dressings. If we want to help these new nurses, we need to identify this knowledge gap. Nursing schools and clinicals typically teach a variety of basic nursing skills to prepare students for real-world patient care. Here are some skills that are commonly thought vital signs or um, vital signs assessment. This is taking the heart rate, the blood pressure, respiratory rate, and body temperature. Now, when I was in school, or yeah, when I went through nursing school, 
we learned how to take blood pressure with a manual cuff. I don't know what they teach these days. I know um, typically in the hospitals, especially with clinicals, we use the automatic cuffs, but at school, we learned it using the manual blood pressure cuff. And um, we had to do checkoffs and pass it 100% to move on. I had a nurse, a new nurse that did not know how to take blood pressure manually. That is sad. And then someone was telling me about a nurse that was not documenting heart rate in her charting. She had a one-on-one with this nurse and the nurse told her that she's using a manual blood pressure cuff. She didn't know how to check the heart rate. Mind you, she was also documenting um, pulse ox. So you're getting the oxygen level with a pulse pulse oximetry, which also tells you what the heart rate is. But the nurse is saying she didn't know how to check it because she didn't have a automatic blood pressure machine because the automatic blood pressure machine will tell you the blood pressure and the heart rate. Now, even if you don't have all that, you can still check it manually. We learned how to check respirations and heart rate. These are basic skills. And this is very scary. So these are people we're trusting our lives with. Now, mind you, regardless of where you work, you're still supposed to go through orientation. And I think we need to do a better job orienting new new staff and especially newer nurses, as well as checking them off, even on the basic mundane skill. Like we still need to check them off on it to catch these things. So we teach vital signs assessment, medication administration, wound care. Now, basic wound care, like cleaning and dressing the wound, different type of wounds, pressure sores. Um, We teach patient hygiene and school infection control, your basic assessment skills, documentation and charting. Documentation and charting. This is another big one. I've had to hire a few new nurses more than usual lately. Um, and a lot of nurses don't know how to do proper documentation and charting, you know, differentiate between your subjective and objective information. I'm having to spend a lot, a lot, a lot of time on this with new nurses. Some other basic skills that are taught is about oxygen therapy, feeding and nutrition, um, pain management, and emergency response. So those are some of the basic skills, basic nursing skills that are taught in nursing school that you would think all new nurses should know. Now let's talk about why identifying these gaps is so crucial. Patient care is at the heart of nursing and any gap in knowledge can directly affect patient outcomes. People's lives are in our hands. Now, granted, depending on your area of speciality or where you're working, it may not be as crucial or critical, but still anything can happen. Even though home healthcare is not as um, critical as like um, acute care settings, like the hospitals, still we deal with people with life-threatening issues and concerns. For example, we have patients um, 
with art failure and recognizing early symptoms or early signs and symptoms of them getting worse is critical to the patient getting help that they need early on to to prevent like future damage. That's just an example. Even simple things like diabetes or diabetes control is very important. Blood pressure, there's still basic things that we need to know as nurses or healthcare provider to educate our patients on signs and symptoms to watch out for. So that way they can um, stop something worse from happening or prevent, preventing more damage. Things like misinterpreting medication instructions to not recognizing a subtle change in a patient's condition are gaps that can have serious consequences. I'm not trying to point any fingers. Um, recognizing these gaps is not about pointing fingers. Where it's about growth and improvement, we need to be able to have discussions, have conversations about lacks or gaps and how we can fix it. I'm not going to focus on all the bad and the negative. Um, there are practical, practical strategies that can help new nurses identify and breach these gaps or these knowledge gaps. Mentoring and preceptorship programs, for instance, can provide um, invaluable guidance. Now, I know in um, many hospitals have preceptorship programs that newer nurses or new grad nurses are on orientation for months and months before they're left to be on their own, which is actually great. Now I've worked with some agencies that have longer orientation times and I've worked with other agencies that their orientation time or orientation period is very short. Um, the way I do mine now is based on the nurse. So now all, all nurses will have things that, that we go through with them for orientation. But if I have a newer nurse that's um, needing more help, then they'll be in orientation longer. So that's the way I do it. As a new nurse or new grad nurse, seeking feedback and taking advantage of continuing education opportunities are also effective ways to address this um, challenges at on. You have to be open to learn, be open and willing to learn and also learn to express and not impress. What I mean by that is don't be afraid to, to let your um, preceptor or whoever's leading the orientation or a nurse that you're shadowing, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to tell them what you need help with or what you're not comfortable with, things you want to learn or things you want, skills you want to explore or skills you want to practice with them. Um, don't be afraid to let them know. But one thing you shouldn't do is try to impress them by acting like you know something when you really don't know it. Like you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing your patients as you're, that you're going to be caring for a disservice. So please, let's be careful about that. Also, be, be sincere. Be, like I said, be sincere about what you know and what you don't know. Before I wrap up, let me emphasize the importance of continuous learning. Nursing is a dynamic field, and so is healthcare in general. The learning never stops, so identifying knowledge gap is not a one-time event, but an ongoing process. New research, technologies, and best practices emerge, making it essential for nurses to stay curious and engage in their professional development. So even if 
where you're working at does not have an opportunity for you to do continuous education, go out there and go find it on your own. So one thing I do plan to implement at the agency that I work at is to do learning and development day. Um, I've worked at another agency before that we had one day in the year, year or it's one week, one week in the year where we had um, different learning opportunities, skills check off. We had in services, people coming in talking about different things um, that has to do with healthcare and home health specifically. So I do plan to implement that to help my nurses to um, have continued learning, continued education, and to grow. So, and also checking off nurses and different skills will let us identify those who need help so that we can help them. So there you have it. Um, identifying knowledge gaps among new nurses might be a challenging aspect of the journey, but it's one that can lead to incredible growth and improvement especially for the patient and the nurse. Remember, every experienced nurse was once a novice, and through dedication and the right resources, new nurses can transform their gaps into strengths. Thank you all for joining me on this podcast of In the Know with Nurse Flow. If you found this episode helpful, don't forget to share with your fellow nurses, healthcare professionals, and anyone who might benefit from this discussion. Stay tuned for more episodes focused on home health, health and wellness, and until next time, take care and keep making a difference in the world of healthcare. Bye. Once again, I'm Nurse Flo. Thank you for listening, and I hope you found some value in this episode of In the Know with Nurse Flo. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate this podcast. I'll chat with you later. Bye.